0: Right, hello folks and thanks for tuning in to the Shaggy Lola Salami show. I'm your host Shaggy Lola Salami. If this is your first Time tuning in to the show. It is a virtual cafe with a group of book lovers chatting about indie books over virtual coffee. We talk about books by sp- self published authors from fiction to non fiction, romance to sci fi, as well as industry news. <clears throat> as a listener, what can you get out of the show, you ask? Well, you get to discover previously unknown books by self published authors and hopefully would like at least one of them enough to go and buy it. That's it. We want you to go <laughs> check out. Indie books and support indie authors. (laughs) Okay, sorry. Yes, um, you will learn something about the business side of self publishing, and if you're especially lucky, you may get a freebie at the end, so keep listening. I have a one-year-old assistant, so you may hear her every now and then contributes to the discussion. Um, this is a family-friendly show and little humans do read, um, so if you would like your little humans to be on the show, then please do get in touch. Uh, my little human is sleeping at the moment. I think, you know, sort of the weather has been off and on in London, so... She's, she's it sort of knackered her out completely so but yeah so hopefully she might not wake up by the time we finish recording but who knows you know babies do surprise you um, today on the show I have all ladies I, for some reason I seem to have more ladies on the show than I have men which is good because the show I have I tend to go for this sex in the city cafe style but we're talking about books so you know that sort of thing that you know you would you know expect to think about you and your girlfriend or yeah just Let's like, say your girlfriend, you're going to, coffee, you know, going to a coffee shop and you are just chatting, and there are babies and puppies and all the nice little things you know, going on. So that's the kind of you know, vibe we're going for on the show. So today um, I have with me a lovely lady by the name of Felice. Um, Felice, can you introduce yourself, please?
1: Hi, my name is Felice Cohen. I'm an author. I live in New York City. Thanks for having me.
0: Perfect, perfect. I've also got another lady by the name of Alex. Um hello um hello Alex, can you introduce yourself please?
2: Hi, I'm Alex, and I am an author and a radio host as well as an actor here in Nigeria. So I'm all the way in Lagos, Nigeria. Hi.
1: Oh, wow. Hello. Hello, hello. Hi. Um
0: and I also have with me another lady by the name of Ling Zhang. Hello, Ling. Hi. Now, uh, can you introduce I'm yourself, in okay. I'm Okay.
3: I'm also an author, but uh, uh, my professional actually is doing data science. I'm not sure you guys know that or not.
0: <laughs> no. So, you what did you call it? Data what? Oh,
3: what's your question?
0: You said you, did, you do data or something. I didn't get that. Data science. Data science. Oh, right. Is there a data wow. science? What is that?
3: Oh, that's data basically... We help business every day to analyze tons tons of data. We try to draw insight from data and uh, help business make smarter decisions. Mm-hmm.
1: Interesting.
0: Interesting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sounds interesting. And we also the last guest for today is Yolanda. Hello, Yolanda. Hi. Hi. Yeah, can you tell us a little bit about yourself?
4: Sure. I'm Yolanda M. Tucker. I'm an award winning author. I live in Jacksonville, Florida, and um, I'm glad to be here with you ladies this morning. Thank you for having me.
0: No, oh, thanks. Thanks for being here. Okay, great. So that's basically um, everyone on the show, and I hope you will um, have a blast today. Um, so, today on the show, um, basically, irrespective of what type of business you run, Um, you need to have a way to market your product or service. Um, As an author, especially a self-published author, you are not exempted from this. Uh, one term that seems to be making the rounds in relation to books is a street team. <clears throat> well, that was a term I found out when I wrote my first book uh, which is called Yitzender, The Life and Times of a of Bad Girl in London um, and I was researching ways, a variety of ways to promote it. Um, so as the name suggests, a team, a street team is a group of people who are, who love and are enthusiastic about your work so they help you to tell others about it because think about it, you're one person right so you're limited to the reach that you would have but if you had other people in your team then you know so if you were only able to tell say 10 people a day about your work if you had 10 other people with you and each of them tell 10 people about your work then that's basically a potential reach of 100 people that have told you know someone about your book rather than just the 10 that you know you can that you can do by yourself a street team can be both online and offline. Um, Alex, what is your take on this?
2: Um, you know what? I think that having a street team is really necessary. I don't think that we can really overemphasize that. And um, I would like to use a particular word. Though. I know that you know, the term street team is very urban. It's kind of like really cool, like really chic. Yeah. Um, but I think that the, the, you know there's a particular word that a lot of people might be more... Um, comfortable with, or you know, my my know, mm-hmm. uh, and that word is community, right, mm-hmm. having a community. Yeah. And um, it's very important for every brand, no matter who you are, whether you're an author or an actor or whatever it is that you do, it's important for you to build a community um, online and offline. And, of course, a community could consist of your loyal readers. Um, it could also be family members. It could be... You know, followers in social media, it could be um, friends, your colleagues, you know, co-authors who also admire your work and value what you do. And it could also, you know, be maybe if you're a member of a a mastermind group, um, having uh, a community of people who support you and and who value what you do is very, very important to growing um, your brand, you know, and having people find out about your work. So, yes, it's very important.
0: Oh, good, yeah, good. Yeah, I, I think that's also a nice, a nice nice, way to look at it. So, yeah, street team community, street team community. No, that's, that's quite interesting. And how about you, Ling? Um, how does one go about recruiting a street team? Um, what do you think makes an ideal street team member?
3: Um, to me, to be frank, um, street team is really a fresh concept. Uh, I have not thought a lot. But I really think it's a really great idea. And um, I think uh, to be effective, you have to um, build up a really strong team to know your content well. They will go out, speak for you, and promote your work, your book. That's the way I think. And uh, we should... uh, The team should uh, constantly communicate with each other Hmm. and uh, have a really good plan um, for how we are going to move on to Hmm. really promote uh, the effort of the book.
0: Yeah, But no, what I'm asking though is like, you know, let's say someone was starting off as an author um, Mm -hmm. and you didn't have any street team. How would you, outside of your family and friends for instance, how would you, you know, how would you go about getting new members to join your street team or as you know has said your community you know so obviously you know your family your brothers your sister you know members of your family they would like to support you so which is fine but someone who is not related to you someone who you do not know how do you go about getting that person to join your street team
3: Wow this is a great question <laughs> to be frank I'm learning in the process
0: that's um, fine yeah. <laughs> no, that's that's fine. How about how about you, Phil? Uh, well, actually, no. Let's ask Yolanda. Phil Yolanda, how did you do? Do you have a street team, and how did you go about recruiting one?
4: Yes, um, I do have a street team, and I initially went about recruiting my street team um, initially with friends and family. And then um, I've been in the, in the game a long time. So over the past 10 years, if I, as I've gone out to different events, you know, across the country, I find people that are very enthusiastic and interested in what I do. So um, I get their email addresses or their, their Facebook or their Twitter or whatever type of social media that they use. And I keep in contact with them. Even like there was, um, you know, years that I didn't have a book that was out. Um, but I would let them know I have a new book coming out. You know, it it took me years to get it out, (laughs) but, you know, they were excited about it, so they, you know, would put out little tidbits here and there for me as I was going forward. Now that the book is out, you know, they are um, a huge part of my marketing efforts, you know, online. And my community is mostly online now because it's easier when I first started um, your street team or community you know you would pay little kids to go out and put flyers on cars and things like, like that. that you know that was your street team at that point um, so now it's a lot cheaper and a lot easier to manage with being online on social media you guys are laughing I'm serious you know <laughs> you up all of the neighborhood kids and say hey I'll give you guys a popsicle in three blocks and you go and pass out a hundred flyers and they, well, they do at least they, they say they would and that's another issue um, when it comes to your marketing dollars, you know. I am a business consultant by profession, so that's one of the things I'm always looking at is my marketing dollars. So to use a street team or a community is definitely um, a little easier on your pocketbook.
0: Yeah, no, no, definitely. Um, and Felice, what do you think makes an ideal street team member?
1: Um, someone probably who's as passionate as you are about your book. I mean, you want somebody who you, who gets the truth from your book. Um, I think one of the things that helped with my first book was, were the reviews on Amazon. Yeah. Uh, someone said, go to Amazon and find people. So I found a couple people who, you know, I read what they, kind of books they liked, and that really helped um, as well.
0: Okay, no, that's 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 quite that's quite interesting. But then also, Felice, what one tip would you give um, an aspiring author with regards to, to starting his or her own street team? I mean, when you started um, out as an author, when did you start um, recruiting your own street? team? did you do that before, or after you published of um, your first book? And what did you learn from the initial process?
1: So one tip, I would say what 's the genre of your book and, and what can it relate to? so mm-hmm. my first book was uh, what Papa told me it was a memoir about my grandfather who 's a holocaust survivor okay. and honestly, when it came out, i um, wasn 't really even planning on selling any copies. I had no idea, but at the time, I was living in this ninety square foot studio, and someone mm-hmm. made a video of it, and the video went viral around the world so I mentioned the book in the video, I didn't even think about it and Mm. all of a sudden I was selling books around the world and I said okay, you know what, people are interested in this book and that's when I said I need to create a team and do some publicity and marketing Mm. and I didn't even know the term street team but from that family and friends were also passionate about the book and they hooked me up with libraries and stores and synagogues and I started speaking all over the United States and that helped. Uh, tremendously. Um, so, learning from that process, mm-hmm. and now that my next book is coming out next week, I started by making a huge marketing to do list. And I'm an organizer, so it's like I made a list of all uh, websites, <coughs> and print, and television, and local, and things like it's about organizing. So, I'm going to the container store and trying to do an event there. Things yeah. that tie into your book, um, mm-hmm. if it's romance, you know, around Valentine's Day, you're going to do something, or, you know, yeah. whatever. Um, you
0: can find oh wow that's 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 quite interesting, um thank you for that um, do, 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 do. Yolanda, what do you think are the disadvantages of having a street team or are there only positives? No, there can definitely be disadvantages
4: um just like with any business, you know there are always disadvantages. Mm. I think um some of the disadvantages with your street team is keeping them positive and motivated mm. um you know, sometimes just life happens, and sometimes they'll take the wind out of people. Yeah. Um, so you know, just to keep them upbeat and positive. The next thing is, you just you don't want to piss them off. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, let's let's be serious about this. You have to, you know, you, you you that in any business that you do, you don't want to, you know, the person is out telling people about you and who you are. Yes. Um, you know, bad publicity can be good, but <laughs> you want good publicity, especially when it's your team. So, yes. uh, you know, you want to make sure that you're handling yourself um, professional and according to, um, you know, business as business should be. So, it, you know, those type of things could definitely happen and, and create some discourse in your street team. So you want to make sure, you know, they're positive and motivated at all times.
0: No, which is which is you know, which is quite good, um, because I think a lot of newbie authors don't realize that even though they're self-published and they're authors, they don't seem to realize that they're a brand you know, so their name is a brand and so they have to keep a professional image at, at all times. Um, okay, no, that's, that's perfect. Thank you for that, ladies. Um, so this is where I'm going to say potential spoiler alert, because we're going to talk about one of the books. So Felice, um, so if you don't want to know about the book, please do fast forward at this point. Um, I don't think we're going to have loads of spoilers, but there might be a little bit. Um, so Felice, um, can you tell us, we're going to be talking about your book now. Um, tell us, what's the name of your book? Tell us, give us a short description.
1: So the book is called 90 Lessons for Living Large in 90 Square Feet or More. Okay. And, or more. Or, or more,
0: more. Or more. <laughs> we want the more.
1: <laughs> yeah, 90 square feet is not for everyone. No. Um, okay. So what, what? tell us a little bit about it. So as I mentioned before, I was living in this tiny apartment for about five years and a woman made a video of it. Yeah, uh, she makes videos of small apartments around the world, and my video happened to go viral, mm. and it was just people were just watching it, and one day it got over a million hits, and and people were amazed, and the emails I got from people were like, "Can you give me tips on organizing? How do I declutter?" Or, "I love how you live. You've got such a positive outlook on life." And now I grew up in a huge house, and mm. I wanted to live in New York City, and. I didn't want to pay a million dollars a month, I didn't want to waste my money. So I got this great deal on this tiny apartment so I moved in and I never expected to really get anything out of it. I planned to be in New York for a year but because of the feedback from the book it made me realize people were interested in it. Now there are so many how to books on organizing but I didn't want to write a how to book. So this book is more of a want to guide. So it's about how to live large in your life no matter what size you live in. Um, mm. and. I came up with the research for the book. I've been a professional organizer for over 20 years. I've been a writer for longer. And I had always thought how to kind of merge the two. And after all the feedback, I realized I wanted to kind of make um, this inspirational guide for people. So it's part self-help, part memoir about how I came to live in that small space and Mm -hmm. also what I got out of it. But then there are 90 lessons for people to read to kind of get them motivated to do whatever it is they want to do.
0: Okay, so I'm going to ask you something about um, something, but before I do that, right, so you you said you've been writing for 20 years. Yes. Okay, so I'm looking at your image right now, because obviously we're not not all in London, and we didn't even get to talk about what we're all drinking, but we'll come back to that in a second, and I'm trying (laughs) to figure out, you look so young, like, when did you start
1: writing? (laughs) Yeah, thank you. Um, I started writing in college, Um, I was a columnist in college, and that's, that was I wrote. Actually, I found out that my, as my grandfather was a Holocaust survivor, that my grandmother, who I was named after, committed suicide. And I wrote an article in college. And that's the, when my grandfather said to me, "I want you to write a book about my life." And that's really wow. where I started. So I've kind of write, I've worked on his book off and on for 18 years. Cause it was, wow, it wasn't gonna be, wasn't gonna be a book.
4: <laughs> you probably been a writer well before then, though, Felice. That's probably when you can first pinpoint it, Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> I'm sure well before then you were writing.
0: Yes, yeah. so I'm just going to ask this other question before I even go back to my main question that I want to ask because I'm getting distracted now. So like here, I know that school in terms in America is slightly different to school in terms in the UK. So when I think of college, I think of after secondary school or sort of like um, oh where you do your A levels and stuff. So just tell me, please. College is that like university? Because I never can't. Get, yes. I just can't get my head around it. Ah, okay. So you yes. are in university. That's that's why. Because here you do secondary <laughs> school, college, university, and then I'm trying to think. And I know you guys, you just have loads of different systems. And okay, now perfect. So you were in college, stroke, university when you started writing. No, which is which is fine. But whatever it is, you look good, girl. That's all I'm gonna say. Right. <laughs> <You're> right okay. <laughs> now that now that we've. Established that. So now you said that there was this lady who um, does films on um, small spaces, right? Yes. Okay. So had you written your book prior to she doing your the video, or did you do it after she'd done the um, video?
1: Actually, the video she made the video in August. My book came out in October, and then Ah. the video didn't go viral until the next spring. But in that time, I had started to sell books, and then I, um, when people were starting to give me feedback, I got it into a couple Holocaust museums, and then it started uh, to kind of catch on, and I started to get requests to come speak to students, Um, and I did speak a number of times with my grandfather, he just passed away in December, but it, it just, he was so proud, so it really, that was what it was, it was worth it.
0: Okay. So sorry for your loss. Thank oh you. yes, Aww. so so sorry. Okay, no, perfect. That that that's that's quite an interesting um, thing. So, um, Alex, you know, you've read the book. Uh, as you read it, what feelings did you get? Like, did the, the did the author deliver for you with this work?
2: Uh, you know what, Segula, I I think that she did. Uh, first and first, I think the first thing that I noticed about the book uh, was really how easy it was to read. You know, to read a really simple book, um, because I mean, we're we're talking about you know the modern day. We're all you know everything is so fast fast paced. Nobody has mm-hmm. enough time to be able to sneak in a good read. So yeah. if you have a book that's simple enough for the reader to understand and grasp, then you know it, I think it's great. So that was the first thing I noticed. is really easy to read. I got to like the 50th le- lesson, I think, in like a few in an hour or so. So it was really easy oh, to wow. read. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm a fast reader. <laughs> but uh, what I also picked about the book was uh, just you know all of the nuggets really how um, how some of those um, little the you know, reset little mind little little um, um, mindsets resets really. Can help you just change how those little habits, I think that's the right word, the habits, how those habits can actually basically um, create a positive um, outlook for your life, really. So there are all of these little, little ways for you to get organized, not just physically, but mentally. Mm. And a lot of it, you know, just, you know, mentally, how you can really basically organize your mind. And um, I think, you know, just applying some of those things in your day to day uh, could just really, you know, change the results. Mm. You know, the result of your goals. So for me, I wasn't just looking at, you know, 90 feet in terms of a fiscal space. I was also looking at 90 feet in terms of goals. Like what are, you know, the, what are those goals that you have, immediate goals in terms of, you know, how can you get to them? You know, how can you organize? And for me, I always take like create my own message, you know, from whatever book I read. So that was, you know, that really was it for me.
0: Oh, perfect. Um, And how about you, Ling? You read the book as well. Um, What could the author have done differently? Like, How else do you think the book could have played out?
3: Yeah, first of the thing, I really like this book. I really admire uh, Felice actually turned her unique experience into uh, into a book that's Mm. really awesome. Mm -hmm. Uh, As uh, Alex said... um, the book is really easy to read
1: because
3: yeah. each page is pretty short and uh, concise but yeah. it includes uh, so many cute uh, and uh, message. Uh, I think uh, some of them is kind of to me okay. as, uh, uh, in the book it says 58 Life may be short but it's also wide take advantage of the rest this yeah. is really so smart. This is try to take away. Because yes. we really don't know how long we can stay on this world. But yeah. uh, our life is really broad. I never thought about that. This is really great inspiration to me. And uh, also some another one I really like. Uh, holding on to stuff that holding you back. Uh, yeah, sometimes I'm doing that way. I think uh, I need to clean up my closet, to be frank.
1: Yes. Yeah, <laughs> like,
3: yeah uh, I really learned a lot. Thank you, uh, Fadis. I enjoyed And And uh, one comment I would add, such as we are reading this book, I think about you are uh, professional organizer, and uh, the book is also about... Uh, how to do good organization? Uh, I would like it would be better if you can categorize the net lessons you learned. Instead, I just feel it let flow out randomly. Um, I think you can create a table of contents will uh, helpful and uh, make it a better even with this book we can see oh Felice is, uh, you are a professional organizer that's the only thing I realize maybe you should add
0: Okay, thank you oh, Perfect, Um, how about you, um, Yolanda, um, when you were reading the book what was the best part for you or did you hate it?
4: <laughs> no, I absolutely love the book.
0: <laughs> I did. Um,
4: well, there are a couple parts. When I first got the book and I looked and I said, look, just like I said earlier, 90 feet. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. what? 90 square feet? What in the world? <laughs> yeah. I, I am not the most organized person, so <laughs> it was definitely a good read for me, but for me, when I got the number six, how you store a complete set of bed sheets inside one? Pill- its own pillowcase, mm-hmm. That was revolutionary for me because a few years ago a friend of mine um, who is an is an organizer as well, she's a trainer, corporate trainer, she told me that she gave me that tea bit of information that literally changed I hate doing laundry. When I tell you hate it, <laughs> I would rather you sit me outside in a hundred degree weather and make me dig a trench than do laundry. I mean, I absolutely hate it. So when she gave me that tea bit of information Um, years ago, I was like, okay, and I I do it. I mean, I absolutely live by that now and it makes my life a lot easier. So, and when I got to page 28 in the book, I was like, this, this chick knows what she talking about. (laughs) I am 110%, you know, um, in, in line with what she's saying. So I enjoyed the book. Um, There was a lot of tidbits of information that was very inspiring to me as well as very motivating.
0: Okay. Well, Felice, I've got to say something here, right? All these ladies have quoted page numbers from your book, right? That just goes to tell you something here, that you've written something quite remarkable, that it actually remember
1: page numbers,
0: because I don't think I remember page numbers, and will be able to sort of go and think, oh, I read this book, and page so, so, so said, so, so, so. So, well done, you know, on creating such a fantastic book that, you know, three ladies who have never met you, don't know anything about you, and. You know, they liked your book to the extent that if, you know, remember your you know the page numbers, you know, kudos to you, well done. Um, so, okay, that that bit is, is sort of out of the way. Have we read any indie books in the last year? Because you know what? We are all indie authors. We've got to support our, you know, our, our brothers and sisters, you know, that are indie authors as well. Um, so, you know, have you read any one in the last year? What was the best one for you? Why did you like it? Uh, let's start with you, Felice.
1: Uh, you know, I read a lot, um, and I actually just read uh, this book Hamilton, based on the new musical, which is like almost 900 pages, and other big books. And but I, I'm always constantly reading. I get a lot of my books at the library. I don't always know if some are independent books or not. Mm-hmm. And um, but I do have friends who are independent authors, and I was reminded of this that in December. I, when I was taking care of my grandfather, the last couple weeks of his life, and then my uncle passed the next week. It was just a bad month. But oh, I, I read this book that was a friend of mine's called The Rabbi of Resurrection Bay. About it's kind of a fun book about this plastic surgeon who meets this woman in Alaska and his life changes. But it had a happy ending, and it really just pulled me out of my what was going on mm-hmm. in my day to day life. And um, you know, it's it, I told everybody I, I knew about the book. Mm. Um, Because it it was good for that and it was fun, you know, sometimes it's after reading heavy, you know, historical books, it was nice to just read um, something fun.
0: Okay, what was the title
1: again? It's called The Rabbi of Resurrection Day.
0: Okay, and who is that by again?
1: Sorry I missed it before. It's okay, Seth Goldberg.
0: Okay, perfect. Um, And how about you, Alex? Um, What books have you read, in the indie books specifically, have you read in the last year?
2: Oh yes. Um, you know, I'm a lover of books as well. I love to read. I read everything, including like uh my prescription. Like I read totally <laughs> everything. Um so I I would I wouldn't put anything on my body without reading like you know, so I I love think one book that um basically has spoken to me um in the last year would be a book written by a friend of mine. Um I call her a friend of mine, but I've never really met her. She's been a guest on my show like three times. Uh, um, author Nina Bingham but the book is uh, Once the Storm is Over Mm -hmm. and uh, this is a book that was written um, basically telling the story, her journey um, having to deal with the guilt um, or really having to deal with the tragic loss of um, losing a teenage daughter. She lost a teenage daughter who committed suicide and just uh, the guilt and you know the pain and how she Basically, you know, found the courage to, you know, overcome all of that and sort of reclaim her life. Yeah. And you know, you read, you you know, you read through this, and this is an amazing. She's such an amazing person, like really strong. I never met her. She, um, she lives somewhere in Oregon, you know, in the U.S. But it was just nice to come across that book and you know, get her on my show. And it is a book that everybody really needs to read. So yes, it's an amazing book. It just shows you how you can deal with pain and loss and how to find the courage. Mm. You know, um and how people can just say no to grief and yeah. you know, hell yeah to recovery.
0: So really, yes. Yes. Okay, no, that's interesting. What did you call the title again? Once the storm is over. And he said it was Nina Bingham Bingham.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, Nina Bingham. And you know, here it is, this I think her daughter committed suicide right in, you know, in the same house with her, and okay. here she is, you know, this, she's, she's a clinical hypnotherapist, ter- um, so she's a psychologist and a life coach, and then you have your own child commit suicide in your own house. You know, you can mm-hmm. imagine the amount yes. of the and all of that. So it's a, it was really a great book, really. Okay. <laughs> it's your life story, so, yeah.
0: Thank you. Um, and how about you, Ling? Um, what books have you read recently? Um, indie books.
3: Yes. Um, I also love to read books. But uh, most likely, I read book after work. My yeah. work you drive me crazy.
1: <laughs> Last
3: year, I I read uh, several books. Uh, I think you all know them. Uh, one is a Chicken Soup for the Soul, and uh, I also read, uh, read a Rich Daddy Daddy. <laughs> and also, most recent one, I think I read seven strategies for wealth and happiness by Jim Rohn. Okay. I really love that book. It's uh, talk about seven strategy how to build a life. Yeah. And um, with uh, on the right foundation and um, build up right life values and yeah. how to set up positive. Practical girls,
1: how yeah.
3: to keep that, um, stick to the girls no matter what happens. Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, I think it's uh, basically after I read my book, read the book, I basically create my own plan for my life. Yeah. The instruction is very helpful.
0: Okay, thank you. Uh, and finally, last but not least, uh, Yolanda. <laughs> Um, I've read a couple books I, I think this one has been a
4: little over a year and um, I, I just got out of doing a law certification so, so for a lot of time I've only read law books, I'm sorry <laughs> but um, I have a friend here, her name is Natasha Owens and she wrote a book um, entitled "Erin Grandma's Laundry and um, <laughs> it is it's definitely significant to me because when she and I met, she was working on this book um, but the book was set in my hometown, which is Waycross, Georgia. So that, you know, gave us an instant connection. Um, yeah. It took her several other years to get this book completed, but she finally got it done. And so I got a chance to read the entire book. Mm-hmm. And um, this book goes into the African-American um, community, our culture. It talks about the secrets that we keep. Um, you know, who's who's um, Little John's dad? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, why does Uncle... Bob and Aunt June sleep in different beds. Um, you know, the, the things that, you, especially as a young, and the main character is a young lady who's coming of age, and she's starting to ask these questions. Yeah. And so she goes through and finds out a lot about her family history and, yeah. you know, some of the deep, dark secrets that grandmothers and aunties, you know, sweep under the rug and you never actually know about. <laughs> um, but they could be life-changing. You know, um, the the main character finds out that, who she thought was her mother was not her mother. You know, that oh, type wow. of it. So it, it's an awesome book. Um, and, you know, I, I, she has a couple others coming, so look out for her. her name is Natasha Owens. Um, she won our One Spark here in Jacksonville, and she's going to make this book into a movie. So a movie's coming soon.
0: Nice, nice, nice. I like to hear stuff like that. Okay, cool. So that's, that's all the indie books that we've read. Um, I'm actually in the middle of one, Um and, you know, it's like I've only started it. Um, do, 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 do. So when I saw the cov- cover of it, um, it was a lady um, who I met on Goodreads, um, another author. Um, when I saw the cover image, I was actually quite upset on her behalf um, because I felt like the cover image it reminded me of True Blood um, because I, I found out about the story, True Blood, before I actually saw the book. I haven't actually read the book itself Um but the I followed. I don't know if you guys ever watched um True Blood. No. Yes? No. Okay. So it's basically I like fantasy. So this one is like more vampire, angels, werewolves. Yeah. It was like a nice mishmash um effect. So her cover image, you know, um sort of followed that um same print like the the cover image for True Blood itself, hers was very similar to it. Um so it made me quite upset. But I still persevered and I'm actually reading it. I haven't finished it because the thing is I've I've got, I'm following the Goodreads challenge, and I think I thought to myself I could only read one book a month, um, but I've actually surprised myself that so far I've probably done more than ten, um, so I've sort of exceeded, almost exceeded the challenge that I've set for myself in the year. So that's the one. So it's called Angel's Body um, by Mil- Melanie Tomlin. Um, and so yes, there are similarities with the cover emerge, but I think That's about where it ends. I haven't finished the book yet, um, but from what I've read so far, the cover image is literally where the only um, similarities are. And you know, I read a lot of vampire books and fantasy books and magical stuff, because you know what, I think life is hard and I just need sometimes to just find a nice escape to come out away from reality, so that when I do focus back on reality, it's kind of like, ah, okay. Yeah, so, you know, this one's quite um, interesting in the sense that, you know, she's, we don't know what the lady is. So, like, whereas in, you know, in True Blood, you know, Suki Stackhouse was quote-unquote an angel, whereas this lady, so far, where I've gotten up to, it's kind of like, no one knows what she is. Like, is like she an angel now. Is she a vampire? What exactly is she? You know, so it's quite an interesting. You know, one of those ones that just gives you. It's kind of like a nice conundrum, and you're thinking, hmm, what is this character? I have to just continue to find out about it. So that's that's what I'm reading. Um at the at the moment. Um but it seems like it seems like a good book, so I'm I'm continuing it. Um okay now my lovely ladies, listeners, have agreed to give some giveaways. Um I like I like giveaways. Um you should let me know do you want to see more giveaways on the show or not? If you're listening to the show, please do tell me what you think. Do you like do you would you like to see more giveaways or not? Um so let's start with Felice are you giving away anything?
1: Yes, I just um signed up on Goodreads to do uh, 10 giveaways of my new book. Um, I don't know if it's live yet. Hopefully, um, the book's coming out, I think, Monday, so it'll become live next week on Goodreads.
0: Okay. So how do people enter the giveaway? So people who are not... So is it just for people who are on Goodreads? What about people who are not on
1: Goodreads? Well, I'm also... As soon as the book goes live, I'm going to do a giveaway on Amazon as well. Okay. Um, so I guess when you go to the book and you scroll down, it'll be on giveaways. Um, I'm just learning how to do, honestly, how to do these giveaways. It's such a great thing. So I'm kind of learning. I guess you just sign up on either the Amazon or the Goodreads page.
0: Okay, perfect. And how about you, Alex? Um, well, I would give, um,
2: I'm ready to give a, uh, do a giveaway. Um, I would be giving your listeners um, ten digital copies of my book um, the naked truth. Uh, it's the naked true lies truth lies Strooped, but it's a self-help book, really. Um, it's a book that offers wisdom to those who are basically struggling to deal with the truth or accept the truth about who they really are and what they want out of life and love and sex and a lot of other things. So it's really a book that promotes authentic leave-in and you just accepting the truth about uh, who you are, who you really are, discovering that you know the truth about yourself and reinvention of self. So yes, I would be very happy to give. 10 of your listeners 10 digital copies of my book 10 ebook copies um, okay. And if they can just leave a, a comment on your YouTube page right yes um, they can type in they can type in something what wacky races
0: okay <laughs> that's, that's perfect oh, See, that's oh, how we just... know people who've been listening so that's our proof. <laughs> wacky races wacky well, races wacky okay. wacky races right have you been listening did you hear it you type in wacky races and then you get you get it perfect
2: Okay, great. So they can type in wacky races, right? And if they would be, you know, also, um, you know, if they could also leave one truth that they've learned um, out of life, if they can just add that to wacky races, they can leave uh, just one one truth that, uh, you know, life has taught them, it would yeah. be nice. And, of course, I'll be happy to give them, you know, give 10, uh, 10 copies away to your listeners. Did you sure. say
4: wacky ladies? Because that's what it should be. <laughs> wacky
2: <ladies. laughs>
0: <laughs> True. No. Okay, let's change it. Everyone, let's change it. Let's change it. I think that's good. Wacky ladies plus one truth you've learned in life. Okay, Yolanda, you're <laughs> incorrigible. So, Look, I know, right? <laughs> oh my I'm the troublemaker. Oh my I always have been, you guys. <laughs> okay, so if you want one of ten copies of Alex's book... If you type in, she's going to leave a comment, and then you'll reply to her comment, and you'll say, "Wacky ladies, not wacky races, Wacky ladies," and tell us one truth you've learned in life. Then, so Alex, how long can people do this for? You, for them to get a copy. So when would you like this to end? Please, I'm hoping you're going to give them plenty of time.
2: Okay, we can do this for. Let's say let's do this for. You know, I'm feeling really magnanimous. Yesterday was my birthday, by the way. So happy uh, um, birthday. <laughs> <laughs> so, so thank you, thank you guys. So we can actually do this for a month. So let's give them thirty days, right? Perfect. How about that?
0: Perfect, perfect, perfect. Okay, so um thirty days from the from the day you hear the, the show. Um so it's going to be because we're pre recording and so it's going to yeah. go live on the the podcast. It's gonna go live on the podcast feed on the twenty second of March. So where am I? 22nd because the show is released on Tuesday. So 22nd of March is going to go live. So 30 days from then you've got a you know, chance to um, enter to get a copy of um, Alex's book. Thank three. you very much. Um, Alex, how about you, Ling? Are you going to give us any freebies or
3: giveaways? Yes. Yeah, I will give my book away for 10 copies. Uh, my book is about uh, grow to Your Fullest. Basically the book... Provide a false type roadmap to help people to live out their best, their full potential. Okay. And uh, so, I think I can give away through Amazon and give the ebook or soft cover copies.
0: Okay. So, are you doing the giveaway on Amazon, or do you want them to leave a copy on the YouTube video?
3: Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Which one? Sorry. Which one? Sorry. Oh. My book? <laughs> no, no, no. How do you want them to get, you know, a copy? Do you want to... Are you going to do a giveaway on Amazon, or do you want them to leave a copy? Um, a note, um, a comment? Uh, on I think
1: uh, I
3: would like, leave them, uh, like, like them to leave a comment on the YouTube.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do you want them to put a special code to know if they've been listening? Oh,
3: yes? <laughs> What's the code?
0: I don't know, whatever you want, we can do whatever you want. What code do you want to use? Don't ask Yolanda because I'm sure she's going to say it. <laughs> Okay. Uh. Let, me... <laughs>
3: uh. Let me create a code GUF2016.
1: GU,
0: did you say GUF?
3: Yeah. Okay. GUF2016.
0: Okay, G U I two thousand and sixteen. That's the code if you want one of ten copies of Ling's book. Perfect. Ooh, and the lady of the house.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hi.
4: All right, ladies. I'm only gonna say this book title once and then we're gonna we're gonna knock it down. So the my newest book is entitled Get Ready, it's a shocker. It's entitled Pink Pussy Pies and Peanut Butter. <laughs> now we're going to call it pink pea pies and peanut butter let me tell you why I wrote this book I wrote this book because I want to shock women I want women to start thinking about sex and who they're having it with I am so sick and tired of turning on my TV and you done went and got this man you haven't known two weeks and brought him into your house now your child missing and I got to get out of my bed to go find him I'm sick of foolishness We as women have to make better decisions when it comes. We always say men think with their little heads. Well, we as women do the same thing, and we have to make better decisions. This is something that we as women we need to talk about. Sex and money are two things that women are told that we are not to talk about as little children, and these are two things that are very important in our everyday lives. So, give you a short description of pink pussy, pink pee pies, and peanut butter. And it is, it's five strong women. They fight life's daily struggles to become powerful, powerful, successful women they choose to be. They deal with life's ups and downs. Sh- they share their stories about how their pink peas get them into cu- trouble with a capital T. They share their bad dates, their the crazy men in their lives, and some of the craziest stuff. That's not the same word that's on the book. <laughs> imaginable <laughs> over apple, blueberry, peach, peanut butter cream, and cherry pie. With wine, of course.
0: Of
1: course.
4: <laughs> of course. So this is—it is an adult book. There is some sex in this book, but the—the the, this is a woman empowerment. book we as women have got to start thinking about the decisions that we make, and this book is here to make that happen. Um, I'm not gonna let Alice and Lean outdo me because I was only gonna give away five copies. <laughs> I'm not gonna let them outdo me so uh, my my um free contest is if you they follow me on Twitter they'll be entered for a chance to win 10 cop- one of 10 copies of pink pea, pea pies and peanut butter um and it, they just need to follow me on Twitter and um I'm going to run my contest from uh the 22nd which is when the pod podcast will air until the 31st of the um month
0: okay so what 31st of March
4: 31st of March yes
0: okay do they need to put any codes? Because how will you know if they're from the show?
4: Um, they can they can um tweet, tw-
0: send me a tweet and just
4: put wacky ladies.
0: Okay. <laughs> that's that's fine. Oh, I forgot Lane, <laughs> did you say when your book is aired or did you say it when I just missed it? How long are you gonna oh. do your competition for?
3: What's your question? Sorry.
0: How long are you hey, gonna laugh? <laughs> How long are you going to put your book um available?
3: Within thirty days.
0: Okay. No, nope, that's perfect. So thirty days from the twenty second, which okay. is perfect. Thank you very hi, much. Hi
2: Yes, hi. Um, I do need to say something, go to Yolanda. Um, I'm definitely going to have to follow you on Twitter because I want to read that book. <laughs> you
0: know what? I was thinking the same thing as well. I was like, I know I'm the host of the show, but I'm I, actually allowed I, I, to enter the competition. I don't I know where the peanut butter comes like, like, right <laughs> in.
4: You know, I'll tell you where the peanut butter comes in okay. really quick. I have one of the, one of the five ladies is an um, a athlete. She Well, she's a, a fitness nut, so she doesn't eat the pie. So she eats peanut butter. Okay. So that's when it oh, <laughs> comes in and, and one day we'll have to have a we we'll have to do this again and and um
1: I'll have to tell
4: how I got the the title of the book because that's a whole different story and it's really funny. <laughs> so we'll have, we'll have to have another um chit chat at the cafe and talk about pink P. <laughs>
0: please come book again, I would love to have you and I'm sure all the ladies who are listening would love you to come on again you know, we could all just come together and do another panel, all four of us and just talk about, and let's let just focus about this, you know, because seriously, your book just sounds amazing it's like, and then there will be, I'll put on, it, uh, on the title, I mean it's going to put NSFW, I think that's what not safe for work, I think that's the thing and I would just put it and say, no children allowed in this, in this episode do not come, I would say, ladies only please do not come if you're not do not listen to this episode if you're not a lady and uh, we I think that's what I will do on that episode so please after the show let us book you in again because your book just sounds amazing am I allowed to enter the competition Yes definitely yes. definitely, okay. <laughs> okay, definitely. I am I am I am I'm just like wow okay I need to I need to I need to listen, read this book now
2: <laughs> What's what's her Twitter handle What's your Twitter handle Oh yeah you didn't tell us yeah. that. that's
0: very important it's
2: M-S-Y-M Tucker. Wait, M-S-Y-M Tucker.
0: i trying to do this right, right now. <laughs> She's trying to do this right now. <laughs> Don't forget, you need to put Wacky Ladies.
4: All right, Wacky. So wacky you know, Ladies.
0: Yeah, so you need to say Wacky Ladies and enter and, and enter. And also, you can help the show out and put The Shaggy Lola Salami Show. So let everybody know you found her out through The Shaggy Lola Salami Show as well. <laughs>
2: <laughs> MSY. MSY. I didn't get that. MSY. MSY. MSYM
4: Tucker. So okay.
0: Just, I got that. So M for Michael, S for, S for Sam, yeah.
4: mm-hmm. Y, for, y Yolanda. for Yolanda, M for Michael, yeah.
0: Tucker. Mm-hmm. Tucker. Okay. Perfect. Well, if you leave a comment on the YouTube video once it's uploaded, then at least that way anyone who's there, they can just click. So if you put your at or the full URL, then it would just make it easy for people to just click and and go onto it. And all you ladies, the other ladies, if you could do the same as well so that anyone who wants to follow you on Twitter, they can just click. And then I can also just add it and just make, save me, save me going to search for it, just make me, you know, make my job easy. And then I can just copy and paste and put it in the show's description that anyone who wants to follow you can uh Can do that. Um, I think I I find that uh, the guests that I have on the show, I tend to have so much fun with them because originally I wanted the show to be only like half an hour because I think that you know people's attention span sort of you know because you know when you're reading you know researching and people say oh people only want like really short videos and short stuff because they want to go and do anything you know they want to go and do something else. Um, But I find that when I'm recording, even though I said to myself okay let's do 30 minutes because 30 minutes you know is just I think it's a suitable length of time to keep. People's attention. The last couple of shows that I've recorded, it's gone over an hour, and I'm thinking, and I go and I'm thinking, where did the time go? It's just gone really quickly. <coughs> but yes, no, that's 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 good. So we're all going to enter. So Yolanda, so you've got three guests who are going to go and enter your your competition to win a copy. I'm I'm quite um, excited. Um, about that. Um, I'm actually feeling quite happy today as well because the show, um, first um, I was when the show, the podcast officially went out um, became live on the 28th of uh, what, what, February um, and yesterday um, because like, the server that I was using and I'm not very technical was not really compatible with um, iTunes so I've just moved servers so as of yesterday it's now officially live on iTunes uh, but then i got an email to say that it might take 2 days for it to become fully um for it to become searchable so i'm hoping that but if we give them so that will be by tomorrow it would from tomorrow i'm hoping it will become searchable but i'm hoping if we give them a few days then hopefully say for monday um you know it then becomes <clears throat> fully live so Fingers crossed, we will get more, more, more listeners from iTunes because everyone seems to think that iTunes is the place to be. So we're now on iTunes. Um, you, you know, we also on what's it called now, TuneIn, and TuneIn have an app, and I've got a TV that I've got an app on it, and it's quite interesting that sometimes you know, is it me? Am I being vain when I say that I've gone to my TV app and just clicked to listen to the show? No, that's not me no. at all. <laughs> you know, so we're on TV, and I'm like, ooh, check us out. The Shagunwala well, Salami show is on TV as well. You know, so it's it's quite it's quite nice. Um, okay, well, thank you, ladies, for your um your giveaways, and fingers crossed. But don't forget, please put all the comments and everything out there just to make it easy for people to connect. Um with you and then before I forget I'm just gonna go follow on from our discussion earlier um, about street teams I know I didn't give my take on it so here's my my little contribution to it you can put together your street team at any time, you know, of your career. You know, however, it would be more beneficial to do so before you release your book. But that said, you know, you may have started, you may have released your book before you think, okay, what are the options, you know, available for me to, you know, try and promote it? Which was the, you know, the situation that I found myself in. You know, I published my book already, and then thought, okay, how do I now start, you know, marketing it? <clears throat> marketing it, you know. So, you know, that's what I'm saying that, you know, promotion is an ongoing effort, so you can start at any time, even after you've released your book. The members of your streets team are your brand representatives. So yes, you know, like we've mentioned before, you as an author, you're a brand. You know, so J.K. Rowling, Stephen King, dear all brands. You know, when people hear your name, you know, they they associate it with something. So, um, you know, you need to make sure that the people you recruit to, you know, to represent your brand, can do so effectively. You know, like Yolanda said, you know, your street team can work both online or offline or both. Um, initially, you may want to ask, you know, um, consider asking friends and family to join your team. Um, afterwards, you know, as you're progressing and your book is getting reviews online, you can then put up post on social media sites, you know, asking, you know, trying to recruit members. Um, you can go to your online, um, you can go to your library. You know, so for online recruiting, it's nice if you put a form that people, so if you have an author website, which I can't really see. Seem to think of any reason why you wouldn't have one. Um, so it's important you have an author website, and on your author website, you should then have a recruitment page, which is kind of like a, good, um, a Google form, um, and basically it's just there so that people can enter their details, but most especially their name and email address. You know that should be at least the two basic information you would want to get um, <clears throat> from your, um, your your street team. Um, once you have a, p- uh, a few people in your street team, um, it's quite important for you to make them feel loved. Again, you know, it's stuff that's been you know, talked about already, but I just think it's nice to you know, just buttress that point so that we don't forget. Um, so you need to make them feel welcome. You need to make them feel loved. And know that their, their new team is not just fun, but it's also organized. So, you know the first way you can do this is to have a welcome pack ready um, your welcome pack doesn't need to be anything fancy you know you just need could have like it could just be a PDF um, as you know that sort of has a welcome letter that thanks them for joining your street team um, you know it would have a little bio on you so it tells them a little bit about yourself and your books um, you know it describes what you expect of them. <clears throat> you know, with do's and don'ts. So, for instance, if they were going to go, let's say you were having a book reading and one of your street team members wanted to come there, you know, you would sort of tell them what you expect from them to do and what you wouldn't like them um, to do. Um, You know, you can also give them a a copy of your uh, calendar, or your upcoming um, events. And if you're able to, I would suggest that you give them a copy of at least one of your books. Um, You know, because, I mean, how can someone uh, represent you effectively if they've never read your book? You know how do they know if you're good or not you know they need to be read your book so if you're able to give them you know a copy of your book, then do you know that's just one way you can go to say you know you appreciate um them joining your team because you know they're advocates um for you but most importantly though whoever it is that you're recruiting make sure it is someone you're happy with for that person to represent you if you're not happy with someone you know representing you then you shouldn't really if you're not sure that a person is going to do an effective job of representing you then you shouldn't have that person um, on your on your street team, you know, to represent you and your brand, I mean, obviously, all I've said is not the be all and end all, so you need to go and do as much research on the subject as you can. um you know, like I think it was Alex that said that you know your your street team is your community, um so just make sure you go and do your research to make sure that the people you do have in your you know book community will be able to do you justice okay. and make you proud um, and help you reach as many people. As you can. Um, The lovely ladies on the show, they're going to put their um, contact details on the YouTube page. Um, So, you know, if you want them to talk, if you want sort of inspiration on what they've done, um, you know, with regards to building their street team, then, you know, please feel free to call, you know, contact any one of them. Um, And then, if, you know, if it all sounds, you know, complicated, you can also contact me as well. All all my contact details are in the show's uh, description. And my little human seems to be drifting in and out of sleep, you know, she's just, she's been really good today, you know, no no comments, no nothing, uh, but so that's today, that's today's uh, one, so I guess we're quite fortunate, I think she's just, oh, see, I spoke too soon, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anywho, that's it um, for today, if you would like to be in the audience for my next show, uh, please subscribe to my YouTube channel, um, because that way you get notified um, of the ne- when the next event is coming up. Um, if you would like to sponsor the show, please do get in touch. You know it's your support that you know helps us to run the show. You know that you know hosting and servers and things you know they're quite expensive. So please do do help um, to do that. Um, thank you, ladies, for sparing the time to come on the show. I've had an absolutely fantastic time chatting with you.
4: Thank,
1: thank you for having you. me. Thank
0: you. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> thank and a special thank you really to um, Ling and Alex and Yolanda for reading the book and the feedback. I really appreciate it.
0: Oh,
4: goodie. You're welcome. Awesome book. Thank
0: you. Yes, you know, to our listeners, thank you for tuning in. Um, if you like the show, please support us. You know, spread it. You know, with your friends and your family and everyone. You know, in your social network. You know, ask them to tune into the show. Um, you know, you can connect with me online as well. Again, show is in the description. So thank you very much for tuning in today. Um, see you again next week on the Shaggy Lola Bye. Salami Show.
1: Bye now. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Peanut butter.